How's it going, you bunch of cunts? So how are you keeping? I am officially, uh, well I was last week as well, but now I'm completely and utterly finished with college stuff. And I'm at this weird kind of uh, transition-y stage where, where like I, I wake up in the morning feeling like I should be either going to classes or working on an assignment. And uh, it's hard for me to get my head around the fact that I don't have actually a, that I don't actually have anything to do, you know. Um, I've got like podcast stuff to do, and I, you know, and I, you know, I've got other stuff I've got going on, creative stuff that I'm working on, fine. But there's no like assignment stuff that I have to work on whatsoever, and uh, I'm enjoying that. I'm enjoying the. I'm enjoying the. I'm enjoying the, just the kind of relaxation of it. But I'm finding it hard to enjoy it because my brain is just so convinced. Like man, you have about four assignments due, because for for about eight months of college there, I did have four assignments due, constantly. <laughs> there was just always shit due, and uh, it's finished now. So um, all I got to worry about now is whether or not I passed the fucking year, and I'd fucking want to. <laughs> um, so yeah, so I'm 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 I'm. I'm currently working on transitioning my brain just to remind myself, oh yeah, you don't have it you don't have to do anything, so you can just go whole hog doing your podcast stuff. So how are you, you know? Um This week I'm doing um something I did earlier, um in one of the earlier podcasts. I'm talking about uh I'm talking about mental health. Mental health guys. It's really important to talking about mental health. You know, I think it's really important. Um, you know, I think it's a really important issue. Um, I don't know why. Um, I talked about it before, and I got some. I got some. I got a few people saying, "Jeez, I enjoyed that." Now I enjoyed you. I enjoyed hearing hearing your thoughts and hearing you speak about that stuff. So, and I enjoy talking about it because it's good for me to kind of. Uh, it's kind of therapeutic for myself to talk about this stuff as well, and um, as well, I've a, I just don't feel that there's enough, you know, white lads on the internet talking about mental health. <laughs> I just don't think there's enough. I don't think there's enough white lads on the internet talking about mental health. All right, especially lads in their twenties. Ha! Oh, there's a shortage. <laughs> That's a sarcasm, by the way. It's a fucked one, um, and. Um, um, yeah, so I don't have have much to offer, but I do have uh, myself. Um, that's all I have to offer is myself um, and my own experience, and that's all I can talk about. And that's all I can talk about um, with any real um, certainty. You know, I don't know much about anything really, so <laughs> so all I can do is talk about myself. Um. So, what do I want to talk about? Um, what I was doing over the last week was similar to what I did about um, what I did with um, the podcast on religion. As I, uh, as I, as I texted a few of my friends and just said uh, here, um, and I asked them some questions about um, their own experience of mental health and their own kind of, you know, basically, uh, have you had any struggles with mental health in the past? And what do you do to, essentially, what do you do to, to look after it, you know? 
and just just as a way to get my own mind kind of thinking about these things and I was actually sh- shocked at the response which is kind of weird you know it's kind of selfish of me to an extent and like explain why is the amount of my mates who said that they never had to worry about mental health in the past but have done since the start of the pandemic most of my friends said that that they never had to worry about that they never had to worry about the mental health before the pandemic but now they do Uh, it's probably my own sort of selfishness because because well in terms of uh, I've said this before I mean there's a fucking pandemic at the moment and I've kind of been getting my mental health in check kind of before and during the pandemic when I was really getting my shit together and uh it just hadn't occurred to me that um, it might actually be doing the exact opposite to people, which is so ridiculous. Because of course it is, you know what I mean? Of course it's affecting people's mental health. Um, I think I'm probably strange that it... Is that... A, 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 I don't know. My, my mental health has actually improved during the pandemic. Um, I think that's a bit strange. I think that's uh, I think that's not it's not a very common thing, is it? Um, so, what I want to talk about is I talked in a podcast before. If you haven't listened to it, I think I, what did I call it? I think I called it rambles. Um, I kind of went through my own kind of history with my own history with uh, mental health. And and I kind of touched on some of the stuff that I do to look after it. Um, so if you want to go back and listen to that, you can. But what I really want to discuss now is what I do to look after it. I really want to get into that. So I want to talk about that as a whole thing. Because that's the thing that I think... I, we don't get fucking taught this shit. It's, really, it's, it's very important. I mean... I mean, it's it's talked about a lot more. People are people are. If you talk to people, most people say, "Oh yeah, sure." Like you know, people are a lot more open to talking about mental health things and and than they are than they were before. So it's a big improvement. But people don't talk about like how to look after it and how to how to maintain it, and we're just not taught these things. And so I just want I just want to get I just want to I just want to get into it and it also helps me um remind myself of uh of my uh of my own kind of uh, regime i suppose I don't know if regime is the right word but it helps me kind of rejog my memory a little bit and uh it provides a little refresher course for me and it might uh, help someone else so so some backstory I first, my thing was never, um, I don't think I was ever in necessarily in, a, in an incredibly bad mental state as such. Um, and to be honest, I'm a bit nervous about saying all this, by the way. Which I don't know why. I mean, I, I'm fairly comfortable talking about this, but I, there's a bit, I'm a bit, 
I'm a bit apprehensive, and I'm not sure why. I'm trying to be curious about that, but... <sighs> right, so my thing was always, um... Anxiety, right? Um... I'm trying to. I often try to remember about when did I start getting anxious, and I kind of I trace it back to the when I kind of think back to when it started. Yeah, so when it started having a genuine effect, a negative effect on 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 my ability to just kind of do regular shit was when I was about fourteen. But I often do think back to other times when I was like, oh yeah, do you remember that when I was 11 and I fucking, and I fucking couldn't stop worrying about this, or do you remember that when I was, and there's often things like that, but, there's often things like that, right, but, I think the first time when it was just, it got to the point where I just couldn't, well not couldn't, it got to the point where it was, just affecting my ability to just fucking just do normal shit was when I was about fourteen. And when I say do normal shit, I mean it was when I was struggling to talk to people. Talking talking to new people was always an issue. So it was it was it was a mixture of things. It was either I was just too quiet or too loud. <laughs> I just uh, and there was no kind of middle ground, and I used to kind of I don't know. I used to try very hard to be sort of I think I, I, I used to try very hard to be funny which is which isn't a good thing I, I used to try very hard and I used to sort of it's a bit the thing about trying very hard to be funny it, it, it can become very performative do you know what I mean? It can become very much just kind of like, yeah, performed. It becomes like a performance, but it's not really what you're like. It's not really who you are as a person. Do you know what I'm saying? And it's like you're just, and people are even if people are laughing at you and enjoying and enjoying the bands, it's like yeah, but you're not laughing at me. You're not enjoying me. You're enjoying this weird performance I'm putting on, and you don't actually like me as a person. And then it, you you kind of become detached from yourself a little bit. I think that was the thing. That's a kind of a smaller thing, but the biggest thing was just being very shy. I'm not a shy person anymore, but I am an introverted person. I don't do well with talking to people. I'm not very good at talking to new people, but no one is. You know, I mean that's kind of the point. No one is good at these things, really. But it was when I was about 14 was when it was kind of the peak of when it was the most difficult for me. And the biggest thing for me was school. I just couldn't fucking hack it. I hated school. I could do about 100 podcasts and I don't think I'd even... I don't think I'd still be able to get to the bottom exactly of everything I hated about school. I just fucking hated it. I fucking hated it and it wasn't i'm say i say this now to people and they go you didn't hate school that much i was there I'm, i remember you you didn't hate school that much it's like no it wasn't at the time now i'm looking back going fuck that with like a sense of anger at the time i didn't even have that at the time i was just so i don't know what the word is at the time i was just so fucking 
I was just so unconfident in myself in a weird way or something. I don't know. I don't know if that's the right word, right? But I just had this thing in my head. I was just... It's just... I, I, (laughs) I remember going into school on Mondays and just walking in and walking down the hall and looking around going, oh, fuck, it's another week. I remember just going, another fucking week. Fuck. I just fucking hated it. And it wasn't, a, it wasn't in a way I was like, fuck this place. It was like, oh no. It was like genuine. I was terrified. From the ages of about... that, The worst of that was from the age of about 14 to about... About 15 or 16. Was when I kind of get out, got out of that a little bit. When I was, when I was a bit older, I didn't... When I was a bit older, it was just it was just me being angry, just kind of going, fuck this place, I'm so fucking miserable. But when I was young, it was just terror. I was fucking terrified. Um, so that was when it was first. It was just... And it got to the point where... It got to the point where I was faking sick days just to not go to school. And at the time, I was like, oh, you're... No, because I used to, I used to just go, no, I can't go to school today, man. I'm sick. I remember in second year, I don't know how many times I did that throughout the whole year. I must have done that like seven or eight times throughout the year, taking a few days off to go. No, 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 I can't go. I can't go to school. Can't go to school. I'm too sick. Which uh, at the time I was like, oh, thank God. But now I'm looking back, going, Jesus Christ, that's dodgy. You can't be doing that. You can't be. Um, you can't be allowing that. Do you know what I mean? You can't be allowing yourself to have that. You can't be, you you, you can't be giving yourself those outs because that 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 can lead down to some very bad territory. Do you know what I mean? And I didn't notice that at the time. And after a while, it just got to the point. My mother was just like, "Here, look, you need to start going to school. You're you're missing too many days." I didn't miss too many. I don't think anyone else noticed this, but I, this was a big deal for me. I was just like, I just fucking couldn't hack it. Um, I went through it before. It was like. My, a day in the life in school for me was like I, again I said all this before so I'm just repeating myself now just, which kind of annoys me but it, it used to it was just like it was always one thing that was really bothering me and it didn't it didn't matter a whole pile what it was that was actually getting to me right but it was if it was if it would usually be one class for whatever reason that day right it'd be no reason every day and what would it be what would happen was if it was on at three o'clock that'd be me for the day for the whole day, I'm going, oh my god, I'll be kind of okay in the morning, getting a bit worse in the in the kind of noon, afternoon time, and then right before 3 o'clock, I'll be like, oh Jesus, oh Jesus, oh Jesus, oh Jesus. If it was first thing in the morning, then that would just be the worst morning ever. <laughs> it would just be a terrible morning. But then once I would just be going into school, going, oh fuck, Jesus Christ, Jesus Christ, Jesus Christ. And then once... Once the once and that was over, then I was fine for the day. Then it was just like just complete and utter. <sighs> no, mind you, it wasn't that bad. It wasn't. Um, it wasn't having. <sighs> I don't know if I was having panic attacks or not, but I don't think I was. I think I did a few times, but I don't think I was every day. I I think it was just like a general kind of a hum, just a constant feeling of nerves do you know what I mean it's just a constant nervousness um 
just a constant kind of hum of anxiety just kind of sitting there in your stomach all day and it wasn't like like when you have a panic attack it's like the whole fucking it's like just everything you get tunnel vision your heart's just pounding and you're just you can't breathe and shit like I don't think I was getting that but again I don't think so but I very well could have done because I genuinely lacked the I genuinely lacked any awareness of what the fuck was going on until I was a about 17 it was when I was about 17 was when I was like oh shit yeah this is anxiety that was when I was first just like oh this is what it is oh yeah that's fine and I still had it and it wasn't great but it was like I was able to pinpoint and kind of go oh yeah yeah." and I had the awareness kind of go oh this is a panic attack oh this is oh this is this is anxiety oh yeah all right fair enough I'm I'm on the ball now whoa (laughs) But back then, when I was about 14, I just couldn't. I, so I, I just couldn't understand it. So I very well could have been having panic attacks and just not knowing what the fuck was happening. Um, it, so it's kind of hard to recall it in a weird way because I just lacked the lacked the awareness to be able to name it at the time. Name it at the time. I used to call it stress. So that was me when I was about 14. And now I'm 21. Um... Where am I at? No, I'm at a fairly fucking decent place now, you see. I'm at a very, um, I don't know if happy, happy is, 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 because I always find this interesting about, like, the way we name these things, being, I mean, there's a difference between being depressed and having depression. There's a difference between, like, oh, I just feel a bit depressed today and having depression. That's a big difference. And it's the same with, I think it's just a vocabulary thing. I think it's just a word thing. It's the same thing with I'm happy today or I am happy in life in general. There's a difference. So right now, today, as I'm recording this, I'm happy. (laughs) Fucking Pharrell Williams. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so I'm happy. Just all... uh, In life in general, I'm in this... I'm in a fucking good spot at the moment um i've got my mental health uh under under good in a, in a good place and i have my mental health under check and i've um and i don't uh every day when i wake up in the morning go to bed at night brush my teeth and shit like that i don't live the life of uh someone with anxiety anymore i don't i don't have that as as uh, as part of my lived experience anymore, I used to. But things like <sighs> things that used to cause a great amount of stress in my life don't anymore. Um, and you know there was a few things. There was a few kind of transitions. I mean, that's. Uh, uh, I mean, there's a few things. I mean, if you're in, if you're a type of person, you're in a terrible, terrible state. Um, you know, you, you know, uh, you can't just get out of that automatically. You know, you need, you know, like I essentially hit rock bottom at one point. It was around the time when I started college. There was a lot of kind of stuff going on for me at the time, anyway, externally, and as well just the fact I was in college and there was other stuff going on in my personal life at the time. I just kind of hit rock bottom. <laughs> <laughs> and uh yeah it was uh it was extremely bad 
I just couldn't. Th- that, that was the lowest point ever for me. I used to kind of look back and go, geez, remember when I was in second year? And there was a point when I was in, remember when I was in second year in, in school? And there was a point when I was, it was around when I was just starting college, I was like, this is way worse than I was back then. Way worse. <sighs> and uh, it kind of took hitting that rock bottom to kind of get to uh, where I am at the moment. So, it's all very serious, isn't it? <laughs> um, so what did I do? Um, I go to LIT, and LIT, um, I'm pretty sure all colleges or most colleges have the service of uh, free counselling. Um, I signed up for that. One of my friends went to that in LIT and told me it was brilliant, and I, I had signed up for that, and... I did several other things, but it was it was a massive help, and it really wasn't that hard for me to get out of that situation. It wasn't that difficult for me to for me to get to a decent place, which I do feel kind of bad about sometimes because I know because I have friends who are in terrible states, and it's really hard for them to to get to. To to get to a to, to get to a good place of good mental health, so I do feel bad sometimes that it was, it was it wasn't that difficult for me really. Um, I still well, it's a summer note, but I still see that counselor by the way. Not not for any. I don't fucking sometimes I feel bad as well because I don't necessarily need to. I just think of it like service in a car. I just kind of go, yeah, it's good to go, and then afterwards I kind of go and I kind of. Having the last one went was like two months ago, and I remember starting that kind of going, "Jeez, I really don't need this anymore." And by the end of it, I I felt fucking relieved, and I was like, "Joe, I fucking did need that, didn't I? I fucking needed that. Jesus, that was I needed that more than I thought I did. You know what I mean? So it's like it's like service in a car. You know, it's just fucking keeping everything in check, making sure making sure everything's working right, and you know, you don't fly off the deep end or anything like that. Um. But it didn't take a lot for me to get out of, to get out of this uh, to get out of that kind of place. But it wasn't just a case of being pulled out of the fog and now I'm fine. I have to look after it every single day, essentially. Um, I mean, I do. I don't know what I think about it every day. I think about it most days, and I do. I do. Um, I don't know if I think about it every day, but I, every day I do things to benefit my mental health every day pretty much all day every day and it's just constantly improving um so i'm gonna just talk about these and these things now as well are for me these things work for me these are positive things that benefit me and these things not only help me get out of a a bad state of I wasn't depressed, but it was a point where I was just so anxious all the time. I was just, I was just never in a good mood. So I don't know, if, I don't know if you'd count that as depression as such. But there was a, a period there for for a while where where it was a bit like that, you know. And um, but I'm now at a point where it's kind of at a, it's kind of at a weird stage now where I kind of go, but I look at people who do, you know 
still suffer with issues with like anxiety and stuff and I kind of go jeez I don't know if I have that I don't know if I do have that or maybe I've maybe I've misdiagnosed myself because I've never been like clinically diagnosed with an anxiety disorder which some of my friends have and I do kind of look and go Jesus, I haven't been fucking diagnosed or nothing maybe I don't but then I have to remind myself yeah yeah but remember being so fucking anxious you were walking on a footpath going jeez be fair nice if that bus just hit off me there fucking would sort all my fucking problems <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I mean? You're just having a stressful day. You're like, fucking hell, I wish a bus just fucking hit me. <laughs> I have to kind of remind myself of that kind of stuff and kind of go, oh, yeah, 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 that's not great. That's not great at all. So, um, so these are just things that, for me, I'm talking about me, not you, me. It's just, just me I'm talking about here, just me. And so, I was never that bad. Um, I've never been suicidal. I've had, like I said, there. Some days you're just like, ah, nice of a bus hit hit off me, but like, <laughs> but I'm just talking about me. This is uh, me, and um, this is what works for me. So, I mean, it's a lot of boring shit people don't want to do it's a lot of shit it's a <laughs> like sometimes people kind of go what do you do to look at like especially people with um especially people w- who are just starting to get anxiety who've only had it for a while those people they're always kind of like oh what you what you what, what you kind of do and then you tell them and jesus people don't like people don't like the answers people would rather think that well i, I can just continue doing everything i'm doing now but do some other things on top of it. It's like, no, you gotta cut shit out of your life. And it's all about improvement too, by the way. Like, look, I'll get to it. Look, so, the biggest thing, I would say almost, I'd say nearly 50% of it is physical health. For me, it's just the biggest thing. It's fucking huge. And I didn't realise that at the time. Like, when I was, like, when I was about 14, I was so unhealthy. I didn't, walk, I didn't run, I didn't fucking do anything, I ate shit all the time, I used, I used to fucking, I used to eat toast every night, I used to eat like four, maybe six slices of toast right before going to bed, that's a lot, that's a lot of bread, and I'll probably eat more in the morning, and just maybe, maybe some other random interval during the day, I now look back and kind of, I used to eat toast and just kind of pace up and down the kitchen for ages i now look back and then go oh that was me being anxious that's what that was that was me dreading school the following morning so that's what i so i used to do that all the time um you see you used to eat fucking takeaway all the time you used to fucking eat sweets all day biscuits all day all these things it was very bad and again i had no idea that that might correlate to my mental health whatsoever no idea and even now, I know people who kind of say shit like, geez, I feel really anxious, let me eat, let me fucking drink, drink a can of Coke that might calm me down, or fucking eat some biscuits, that, that might make me feel better. I was like, no, I fucking won't, it's going to make you feel so much worse, it's not even funny. So the biggest, I mean, so it starts for me with, with exercise first. So the biggest thing is running, I love running. I love running, I don't, I, I fucking, sometimes I get into like time in my runs, I get fucking a nap. That can like time your run and see how fast you see how fast you went, how long it took you, how far you went, all these different things. 
I mean, I fucking, I, I do it every now and again, and I always just kind of go, this is shit, because I don't run for, like, like fitness, necessarily, I don't run because, oh yeah, because I want to get really fast, I want to get the best times, I want to fucking, I mean, sometimes I do, sometimes I'm like, yeah, let's see if I can fucking really push myself here, but, it's, it's, it's for my, it's for my head more than anything, it's very, if I don't go for a run for a few days, I will feel it, I will literally feel it, to the point where like, if you told me now tomorrow that I had some sort of injury or something, and I couldn't run for like a month, I'd honestly be like, what the fuck, are you serious, because that's going to mean bad things, because you start to feel, you start to feel this fucking weird feeling of just being tired all the time, and you're just kind of like going, just going about the day and your mood is just down and so if I don't run for a week I'll start to feel tired I'll start to feel lethargic is the word right just this weird feeling of just being tired but not wanting to sleep not really wanting to sit down but not wanting to stand up not wanting to walk not wanting to do anything you're just kind of irritable you're just like do you want to eat some fucking good veg no I want a biscuit and you eat about five biscuits and then that just makes you feel worse and it's just constant kind of and you feel it in your eyes as well your eyes are all just heavy and your whole body is just like oh you feel like shit you feel you you feel dirty you feel all sweaty and you just feel like oh there's this it's just horrible and then if I'm feeling like that and next thing I go for a run what do I run I usually run like five or six k that's kind of my general thing about six kilometers is my standard enough one. Yeah, go for that once. Six kilometers, home, shower, fresh set of clothes. I feel fucking amazing. Honestly, I just go outside now. Just, just everything's been lifted. I don't feel irritable. I don't feel. I just feel fucking great. Just this feeling of just, it feels fucking fantastic. And that's that spreads out to the rest of your day. Do you know what I mean? That's if you do that in the morning, you're that the rest of your day is just set. You're set for the day. That's how I feel. It's like and I, it's just good for my head. Like it keeps you fit and all the rest of it. And you know you fucking you know you, whatever. Like it keeps you keep it keeps you in good in in good shape and all the rest of it. But really, it's just the rest of your day is just fucking great. You're just f- fine. You know what I mean? You don't feel stressed. Little things don't bother you as much. Like when I have friends who are getting really kind of if I have friends who are like getting stressed over something there I always say get out and do some fucking exercise because it'll it'll sort you out 100% you have to kind of push yourself a little bit as well you can't just kind of do a simple little one sometimes walking is good walking is good to kind of clear your head sometimes but if you fucking go for a fucking tough run and you're home you go for a shower you just feel fucking fresh and clean Um, and then after that you want to eat good stuff. That's what happened for me when I started running. When I was about 18. I, I, my my physical health was terrible up until I was about 18. And when I started running then. Is when I started. If It was like this thing. I, I, fucking, I've gone for a run. I feel fucking fantastic. Next thing someone says. Rob do you want to get a Chinese? And I go yeah. feel fucking fantastic. Eat a Chinese. And then suddenly. That feeling is gone. And I'm like, I feel like fucking shit again. Fuck. I'm after fucking it up because I just ate a Chinese. So, 
I just kind of went off it a little bit and I just kind of went now to the point where I haven't eaten when's the last time I ate any takeaway I haven't eaten any takeaway in well over a year maybe even Jesus maybe even more because if I because it'll just it'll just bring I know for a fact it'll just bring my mood down I just know that for a fact and uh, I don't want to have my mood down. <laughs> There's no point. I don't want to have my mood unnecessarily down. Do you know what I'm saying? I don't want to. Ne- I don't want to purposefully just mm, eat shit food and then just and then make myself feel bad purposefully. I just don't want to do it. So I don't want people to kind of go, "Geez, fair play, you're not eating." It's like, going, I don't have any interest. I don't want to eat takeaway at all. I've never in my life. Eating a spice bag. There you go. I've never in my life eaten a spice bag. Not once. I've <laughs> I've never gotten one. People are always at people are always saying, man, what Chinese does the best spice bag? And I'm just like, I don't know. So I've never eaten one. I've eaten chips out of someone else's one. Someone like, it's happened to me a couple of times people are gonna go I just kinda go, Here, can I taste one of them? And I eat it. And I and, and I kinda go, Alright, oh, yeah, yeah. But I've never in my life gone up to a counter and ordered a spice bag. Never happened. And it's unlikely that I will. Actually, I went to McDonald's last week. I tell a lie. I did go to McDonald's last week, but I got a wrap. Um, the wrap is probably the best thing in the McDonald's menu. And and uh, uh, I tried to get it with plain chicken, but uh, it was very busy and you one couldn't hear me, so I had to get it with crispy chicken. So even that, like, even that, no. It's got full of lettuce and tomatoes and stuff. But I was like, ah, crispy chicken, nah, not great. Now, I could never, at, when I was about 18, I couldn't, now I'm at, now, I could never, when I was 18, turn around and just, one day, just go, oh, that's it, finish eating Chinese. I could never have done that. That would never have happened, ever. If you said it to me, I would have gone, that's bullshit, I'd never, ever give it up. It was incremental. It happens over time. It just, you know what I mean, so... I mean, with all these things, you learn this, I think, through exercise as well. I mean, when you go out, if you, if you want to get into running, people kind of say, geez, I went, to, I went for a run, man, I found a fair heart. You say, how, how far do you go? People say, like, like five kilometers. I was like, if you've never done it before, don't rock and run five kilometers. Run one kilometer. If, if, if it's really that difficult for you, run one kilometer. Run two kilometers if you want. Two kilometers is... If if it's really if you've never run before, two kilometers start in bed, but then get up the next day, do two kilometers again, and do two kilometers again and again and again, a couple times a week. Say two, we call it three times a week. Yeah, it's not that much. All right, fair enough. People are gonna go, yeah, but fuck's sake, like fucking giant, the fucking so Shane can run six kilometers. Like I can't even run. It's like, going, well, fucking Shane had to start somewhere as well. So fucking, if you do two today, do two another day during the week, and do it three times a week. Yeah, then build it up, go two and a half, and then build it up again, go three, and just slowly build it up. And after a while, within a, within a few weeks, you could be running five five k's. Within a few months, you'd be running five kilometers if you build it up. Do you know what I mean? So it's the same. It's the same with everything. It's the same, you know, with diet as well. Like if you kind of, 
I mean, I, I take a lot of issue with um, Weight Watchers and all these kind of diets. It's just, it, it's very, they're like fads. It's, it's, it's very just kind of like, yeah, I'm on this diet now, very strict. And people never stick to that. I don't think anyone who I, I know who goes to one of these, who goes to one of those places. I mean, they do help and they do help people lose weight and kind of, you know, get, get, in, get in good shape and all the rest of it. But I don't think I know anyone who's ever gone to any of them and stuck with it and changed their lives. Um, conspiracy theory side of me wants to say that Weight Watchers doesn't earn any money if they give people a total regime change in their life they want people who stick to a diet for a while go off it and then come back on it that's how they make money because then they got the same people so honestly I, I, their business fails if you genuinely get fit I do kind of think that <laughs> Uh, you can call me a cunt if you want, but I just think that. So, like, don't don't be comparing yourself to other people that way. Do you know what I mean? If within a year you're you're you run three or four kilometers, if you if if you're at a point now where you don't do any exercise whatsoever, and you want to get to a point where you're running a decent length next year then walk towards then just walk towards that if you, then that'll be a great change in a year which isn't that long a time and and you've made that change and you know you're not going to do it tomorrow you're not going to do it do you know what I mean you're not going to do it next week it's about incremental changes so that's the biggest thing is physical health is one is probably the biggest thing probably um what else do I do on a day to day basis I mean I spoke about meditation before I'm getting fair into Headspace I'm after paying for the paid version uh, full premium package of Headspace there recently and I'm getting queer into that I'm, re- I'm really enjoying it and I'm really kind of it just it, it teaches you just to be just to have a general sense of presence and a general kind of sense of no, 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 I'm just here now, and it, it, your mind doesn't wander off as much, and you can train your mind not to just, not to just run off on, on tangents, so that's a, that's a big, that's a big help, because that's a big problem with anxiety, I mean, if you're being anxious about something, it's usually something that has happened, or something that might happen, do you know what I mean, so with meditation, you learn about just presence, you know, just being present, now, you know what I mean, and worrying about now, and that's really helpful so i'd recommend that to people who are looking to get into that what else i mean just general uh a big one is acceptance do you know what i mean i mean i've i've a few i've had i know people who, who say things like they want to get better or they talk about words like use words like healing and stuff like that when that's not the way I think of it, I don't think of uh, me healing myself in any way. I don't think I'm kind of like, well, I'm... Uh, I don't think of it anymore anyway as a, as an illness or anything like that. It's just kind of the way I am. Do you know what I mean? I just kind of accept... Like I said, like I said earlier on, I, I'm an introverted person. Do you know? I'm an introverted person. I'm not... I'm not a shy person, really. 
But I'm not that. I'm not an extroverted person, really. I uh, I find I find so I find social situations fairly uh, draining. I think not in a bad way. Just kind of you know, I'm not the most talkative person in the world. I'm not the most. Do you know? I don't think anyone who knows me is like Jesus. Rob's full of the chat. I don't think anyone who knows me says that. Well, probably a few. I'm trying to think. Couple couple of people I know probably say that, but. Um, <laughs> But I don't think many people are look at me and kind of go, yeah, I'll put you this way. I don't think a lot of people went, here, he should fucking start a podcast. He's full of the chat. I'm sure a lot of people who know me went, is he? Oh, fair play to him. I'm pretty sure that was the reaction. I don't think, I, don't, I, I, think, I think there was a bit of, oh, yeah, Jesus. I don't think people were expecting it. <laughs> um, I am an introverted person. I don't, I'm not very talkative, I'm an anxious person, I'm prone to anxious thought, and I just know that, I, I'm, not, I'm not trying to fight it, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going out of my way to say, I, I'm, 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 I'm not looking to beat this in any way, it's just like, it's just kind of the way I am, and the more I, tr- I found in the past, the more I try to fight it, the worse it gets. A prime example, just before we leave insert, I mean, a lot of people I know, their uh, mental health issues either started or skyrocketed during the leave insert, when I was the exact opposite, which I couldn't figure out at the time. I was the least anxious when I was doing my leave insert. Just those, in the lead up to the leave insert, in the whole six years of secondary school, in the lead up to the leave insert, I was the least anxious I was. Like, I couldn't understand that at the time. And the only explanation I could come to at the time was, ah, I'm past it. It's over now. I don't have to worry about it anymore. And then it came back with a fucking vengeance. That's what happened. It's just, I was just like, fuck, I don't have to worry about that anymore. It's done. Fucking anxiety's over. Fucking York high five. And <laughs> then it just came back with an absolute vengeance because it was being a fucking idiot because that's not how it works. I, this is just... This is just the way I am. It's fine. This is the way I am. I've always been like this, really. And I probably always will be. And it's fine. So just acceptance is a big thing. And not putting yourself down over it. I think that's the biggest thing. Is every time... When I was going to the counselling first. Every time I come into him. I kind of got, jeez, I was getting anxious there the other day. And I was getting half annoyed. Because I was like, I was doing so well as well. And then the other day I was fucking, I was freaking out over this. And he just goes... Jesus, Rob, you're very, you're very hard on yourself. And I goes, what? He goes, you're very hard on yourself. And I was like sitting there thinking about it for a second. And I was like thinking about it. I was like going, yeah, Jesus, I am. And I was like, Jesus, do you remember that last day? Do you remember that last day there? I was getting very anxious over that. And my first thing was me shitting on myself. I was like, Jesus, you're some fucking twat for being so fucking hard on yourself, Rob. Why are you being such a fucking bollocks? Oh man, why are you being so fu- oh, you're such a fucking twat? And he said, "What what are you thinking right now?" And I said to him, and he was like, "Yeah, you're being hard on yourself right now." I realized I was saying I was a twat for being hard on myself. <laughs> that's how that's how much of a loop it was. Do you know what I mean? And now, if I start getting anxious, my thing is just automatically. Sometimes I think, sometimes I can gonna go, "Oh no!" Like. What makes me anxious? Here's one that everyone fucking gets. 
is, you know, like when you're going to a house party or something, everyone gets a bit kind of nervous going to them. That's a thing. That's a whole thing. You can look it up in Urban Dictionary. What do they call it? Pre-party nerves? I think that's what they call it. It's a thing. It's a whole thing. And I've heard people talk about it. Do you ever get that? Do you know you're nervous going to that? Yeah, what's that about? There's that. There's FOMO. I've spoke about that, spoke about that before. Fear of missing out. And people are fine talking about that. People are just like, eh. Everyone kind of gets that. So say if you're going, if you're going to a, a house party, there's going to be fucking 100 people at it. Before you arrive in, you're kind of going, oh jeez, there's going to be a lot of people there. And you just start getting... The way I get it, some people say they get lumps in their throat and stuff. I just get like butterflies in my stomach. And now, I just, when that starts happening, now I don't, I don't go, oh no, 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 don't don't be like this, don't be like this. Because that's kind of my, uh, my natural instinct is to do that, is to try to push it away. But my, but now I have to kind of go, no, 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 no. Bill Hader describes it as imagining imagine it like a like a monkey attacking your face and you kind of just say here 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 instead of just trying to push him away which is just going to piss him off you just he's your little body and you just go no hang on there you are and you're and you're trying to calm him down you just stroke him a little bit and you say here just sit up here on my shoulder just sit up here on my shoulder there you are there you are you're not going anywhere and he'll just sit up there on your shoulder and that's where he is and that's fine and you're just there he is and you're just accepting it and you're not trying to push him off or Trust me, because you're not going to piss him off. You're just, there you are, buddy. No, sit down, calm down. There you are. No, he's, and, and he'll sit calmly on your shoulder. That's one of the best things I was ever told, was Bill Hader saying that. So I found a video on YouTube of Bill Hader saying that. It's one of the biggest things, is just general acceptance. It's just kind of going, ah, yeah, 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 this is it. This is, this, I get this, this is fine. It's just, be, being able to just kind of not... Not freak out every time that it happens, because just accepting that this happens. So when it comes about, you just kind of go, "Oh yeah, this is it. This is this is the way I am. This is the way I am. This happens to me, and there's no reason why I should let it dictate my ability to talk to people. There's no reason I should let it affect affect my happiness, and there's no reason why." And here's another one is is when you is, and this is a big thing is when people I've heard a lot, a lot of people say this is they arrive somewhere and then they just can't hack it and then they just say I have to leave. Being able to go no no this is this is what happens and there's no reason why I should leave just because I'm feeling like this. Do you know what I mean? There's no reason why I should allow this to interfere. Um, and it's not again if you're. If you're on a, if you're, if you're, it's it's not always easy to do that. So do you know what I mean? Again, if if you do sometimes, if it is too overwhelming for you, and sometimes you just have to get the fuck out of there, that's understandable. And don't be hard on yourself for doing that because that happens. That happens to people. That happens to everybody. You know. And it's just a general. Just being able to accept. Nah, this is just this is what happens, and it's fine. Don't worry about it. I think that's the big thing for me. Is just accepting it. It's fine. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. This happens, but so what? So fucking what? Who cares? That's the big thing. Just being able to understand that. And being able to just accept that I'm going to fuck things up. Big thing is people kind of saying, Oh my god, remember? Oh, I was fair awkward the time I said that to fucking Jimmy. Yeah, you said that thing to Jimmy and it was fair awkward. But so what? 
I bet you Jimmy's had 50 stories where he said something awkward to somebody. Like, we all have that where we said something to, something to the wrong person and next thing it was very embarrassing, you're out and you go, ah, oh, balls. But I'm sure Jimmy has 50 stories where he's done that to someone else. That's just natural. That's just part of being a person. That's just the general part of being a person. And there's no reason why you should fucking dwell on those things. You should be able to just go, yeah, yeah, drummer, I said that. But you know what? So fucking what? Everyone does that every now and again. I'm just a person like like everybody else. And I'm capable of making mistakes. And I will make mistakes. I do make mistakes. Everyone makes mistakes. So fucking what? Who gives a fuck? You know? And if you wanted to be scientific about it. I mean, it's kind of inbuilt in people to an extent. I mean, you want people to like you socially. You just want people to like you. Because if, if we're you know, apes out in the wild, if you didn't, if people didn't like you, they were likely to push you out of the tribe, and then you had a good reason to be depressed and anxious, because you're about to be killed and eaten, that was just, so that's why we have those things, that's why we have those things, and it's fine, it's fine to want people to like you, that's fine, but sometimes, you're, if you want everybody to like you, then you you end up so caught up in it, you, you it affects your happiness, and it shouldn't do. You know what else do I do? More shit that people don't like doing. Um, I haven't drank in nine months. Um, my plan originally was to do a year. I don't want to drink again. <laughs> my plan originally was like, I'll oh, give it up for a year. But in the back of my head, I was like, well, what if 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 after a year, if I feel. I don't want to go back. Maybe I shouldn't. Um, I kind of don't want to go back drinking. I don't enjoy drinking. Now that I'm looking now. I'm easily spotting a, 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 a massive uptake in my, in my mood and my happiness since I give up. I'm better without it. Um... I mean, it was never a big problem for me or not. I'm not an alcoholic or nothing like that. But uh, I'm better without it. And uh, I mean, really and truly, I mean, this is another thing with meditation. It's about, it's about just giving. It's about having. If in a day you only have a certain amount of things, you're trying to eliminate shit that just doesn't give you happiness. You're just trying to eliminate shit that doesn't give you any sort of meaning whatsoever. And it's just more and more as you just as you, as as I progress forward and forward and keep going, just I just eliminate more and more shit that just doesn't make me that 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 I don't see as worthwhile. And uh, so I mentioned there before about um, I mentioned before about doing things that just give you meaning in your day, and just you know, and and not doing stuff that just fucking. That doesn't give you meaning. And just eliminating all the stuff that doesn't give you meaning. What gives me meaning in my day. Especially over the last while. Is for one this. This podcast. I mean. I don't. I mean I don't. I don't do it for other people as such. I don't kind of go. Jeez okay. Who's my audience. You know. Who's my. Who's my target demographic. Do you know what I mean. I don't kind of. I literally just kind of think, what do I want to talk about? And what do I want to say? What do what, what kind of podcast would I like to listen to? 
And I just try my best to just make that as best I can. And doing that just gives me a great feeling of... Of, 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 what's the word, purpose? I don't know, it just, I, I just feel like I'm doing something worthwhile, I, I, do you know what I mean? It's just, every week I have this, I have this to do, and it, that's something worthwhile to be doing, you know what I mean? Even though, you know, I'm not, you know, again, I'm not, do you know what I mean? I don't have, I don't have a great listenership, I don't have, you know, or anything like that, like, I don't give a fuck about that, it just gives me something to do that I enjoy doing. I don't do it for any reason. I don't really care how many people are listening. I just really enjoy doing this. Really, I just really enjoy doing this. There's no other reason for me to be doing this otherwise. Like, literally. And if I I get to a point where I stop enjoying it, I'll I'll probably just pack it up and say, eh, who the fuck? Do you know what I mean? And what else? I mentioned before about writing. Um, That's a big thing. I just you know I love I love films I often say the only two things in the world I care about is films and music and I fucking love films so you know at the moment I'm writing a script at the uh, every day I fucking get up and it's a fucking pain in the arse it's fucking awful by the way I kind of hate it and want to gouge my eyes out but every day I wake up and I and I kind of have the because I don't have college or anything, I just have the fucking time and the privilege to be able to sit down and make up a film in my head and write it down and plan it out. I haven't actually started physically writing a, a genuine script yet. I'm just writing the outline for like f- since January. And every day I just wake up and I just sit down and I think about ideas for films. And it's fucking great. It just it just gives me a sense of meaning in my day. I mean, in my day. I mean, when I say in my day, I mean literally in my day. And that's a big thing with with um, meditation and mindfulness. It's just worrying about the present and today. And if I go to bed at night feeling like I've done something worthwhile, then that's it for me. That's all I care about, really. So, like, if I go to bed after recording a podcast feeling, do you know what, I fucking really enjoyed recording that and I really... I really got something out of that, then I'll just go to bed with a fucking feeling of just, just, happy, happy isn't the word, I just feel energised and just, I just feel great, and I couldn't give two shits, I I, I couldn't give a fuck if no one listens to this, honestly, I couldn't, I couldn't give a fuck, if zero people in the whole world listen to this, I couldn't give a fuck, that's how much, it's, it's just, I don't care, just totally intrinsic um i do my sketch shows which the sketch shows are one of my biggest focus at the moment i'm working on there's gonna be another one next week by the way quick plug (laughs) um i do that it's just me coming up with the stupid shit i find funny and i don't give a fuck i don't kind of go well what do people find funny what's funny i don't sit down i'd literally just sit down microphone and try to make myself laugh and if i'm laughing fucking savage if the next day i listen back to that and i'm still laughing i go there's something to that and if i come back the next day i'm still laughing at it then i'm like all right this is probably going in and if i'm still laughing a week later i'm like all right it's going in and if i do something if i record something and i'm laughing going this is fucking brilliant having a good old laugh fucking roaring crying laughing and then the next day i listen to it going 
this isn't great. I don't think there's anything here. Sometimes I go, maybe I should re-record it and retweak it. And sometimes I go, there's just nothing here. This isn't funny at all. Then I just scrap it. And I don't kind of go, well, some people kind of like this kind of humour. I think people might like it. If I don't like it, who gives a fuck? It's totally intrinsic. And it just it gives me a genuine sense of of purpose and meaning to my days. And that's my thing. And everyone has a thing. Um, I don't know what your thing is, but that's my thing. Doing this is kind of my thing. Being creative and doing kind of artistic shit is my thing. Um, you know, some people's thing is sport and shit. Some people's thing is... Some people's thing is drawing. Some people's thing is playing music. Some people's thing is, you know... Some people's thing is, is, their, is their work, you know... It's, you know, some people, if you're, if you're, uh, some people, if you're like a nurse or something, sometimes your thing can be helping people and talking to people and stuff like that. You know, everyone has their own thing, and that's just my thing. So, I mean, if I was to advise someone, whatever your thing is, follow that. Just keep following it. Especially if you're listening to this and you're around, and you're around my age, you're in a very privileged position right now that you can just follow your thing and just move towards it. And you'll never go wrong if you follow that. But if you're like 40 odd with fucking, you know, you're married and you have children and stuff and you have a fucking mortgage and shit, you know, it's harder to, it's harder to drop whatever the fuck you're doing. You know what I mean? It's harder to drop. It's harder to drop things and just say, ah, no, fuck, sure, I won't bother. It's harder to drop your job and pursue something you actually want to do. So if you're around my age and you're listening to this, you know what I mean, don't waste this time and uh, the opportunity you have now to, to really give yourself a very, you, I mean, now is the time to give yourself a meaningful life. Now is the time, you know, don't waste your 20s. Don't, don't do it. Because you're going to end up a miserable, miserable middle-aged person. And uh, that sounds harsh, but fucking wake up and walk around look around you, you will see the place is filled with miserable people, don't be one of them, don't, don't, don't do a job you hate, don't, don't, because it's all, it's all, my parents, yeah, your parents, when you're 20, want you to do this, fuck them, fuck them, this is your life, You, you, you have to take this opportunity, and that's the way I see things, which brings me to, my next point is, uh, why do I think there's a serious spike in mental health issues at the moment? I mean, I've, I asked my friends this, and most of them said social media, and I think that is very important. I mean, for young people, people my age, I think it's very important, and it's a big thing. But, I mean, for my own, for me personally, I mean, a lot of anxiety for me came from being terrified. Being terrified of becoming an adult. And I wasn't being terrified of becoming an adult. It was being terrified of becoming what I perceived to be um, adulthood when I was younger. When I was young, I used to kind of go, well, alright, you go to school... And they always say, school's the best years of your life. Those people are fucking miserable, by the way. Whoever says that is the most miserable fucker and wants to go fuck themselves. 
School's the best years of your life. School's the best years of your life. Because I work a fucking job I fucking hate. I can't stand my own children. Oh my god. I just want to be in school again. Who the fuck wants to be in school again? Miserable cunts. <laughs> but the way I viewed it was like, yeah, you go to school, you go to college, and you get a job, and you just work at that until you retire, and then you retire, and then that's the good part. Retiring's the good part, because like when you retire, man, you get, you know, you get retired, you just get to kick back. You don't have to work. Oh, you don't have to work. It's class. You don't have to work anymore. Oh, class. Fuck you. Do you know what I mean? Fuck that. I mean, it, it, it just dawned on me when I was about 18. I was like, fuck. I looked around going, fuck. I'd have to work in a job for like 60 years. Fuck that. I don't think I'd make it. I genuinely don't think I'd make it. You have to do... It was, that, that's when I realised. I was like, no. Fuck all that. People can fucking snigger and say, you know, yeah, yeah, well, there's no jobs in film. I'm going to fucking find one. I don't care how many jobs there is in engineering. I'm not becoming an engineer. Fuck you. I'm going to fucking find a job whether you fucking like it or not. Yeah, it's not easy, but there's no easy way. There is no easy way to do anything, all right? All right, it's easier to get a job in certain areas. Yeah, fine, but it doesn't mean it makes life any easier. Do you know? And it was that kind of epiphany when I... when I And I, I spoke about this to my counsellor, and after a while... I used to go to the council. I used to go to counselling and just talk about this kind of stuff, and just talk about how I was like, I can't believe how so many people just wander aimlessly into into jobs they didn't really want, and spend their whole fucking lives in a job that just makes them unhappy. I just, I just like, I can't believe people do that. And then it's another thing about marriage. You just say, well, whoever you happen to be going out with when you're twenty eight, well, I have to get married to them because this is the age you have to get married because I don't want to. Be- well, if I'm not married by the time I'm 30, whoa. It's like, oh my god, I can't believe so many people do that. I can't believe so many, like, because you view, I think I think that was a big thing about me becoming an adult. Me, I think it's the biggest thing for me moving from a child mindset to an adult mindset was realising, oh my god, these people don't know what the fuck they're doing. No, adults, adults don't know what the fuck they're, what the fuck they're doing. If you're 21 and you still think grown-ups exist... You're fucked because they don't exist. There's no such thing as a grown-up. What? what? <laughs> and that—that that was the biggest. I was probably the biggest epiphany for me. But was when I realized, man, no one knows what the fuck they're doing. It's like you know, people, people's parents don't know what the fuck they're doing. Nobody knows what the fuck is going on, and I just couldn't fathom how. I just couldn't understand how so many people wander aimlessly into lives that they hate. I just couldn't understand it. And I honestly do think that that's a huge factor in what's driving the the mental health um, issues in the world at the moment. I, I I just can't understand. You know what I mean? The people fucking... Get jobs in the fucking engineer and work as an engineer. Work, you know, like, oh yeah, well, it's good in engineering, man. You get good pay, fucking loads of jobs. Then you get a job working for a fucking company that you couldn't give two fucks about. You fucking spend 
days and days working on shit you don't give two fucks about, having to talk to people you don't have anything in common with, having to fucking, having to put on this weird fake adult persona in the workplace because that's how adults are supposed to work. It's people playing, playing, people are just pretending to be adults and on and just working aimlessly towards and they do that okay yeah okay i'm gonna do that until i'm 28 then i have to get married so whoever i'm going out with i'm whoever i happen to be going out with when i'm 28 congratulations we're getting married and then okay we're married for two or three years okay we should have children okay he's two now we should have another child okay she's three now okay let's have another one okay now i'm married okay now i'm 40 Okay, okay, now I'm walking in. It's just this aimless fucking path that I was genuinely, willfully kind of pushing myself down. I was fully set. I was like, yeah, I'm going to do mechanical engineering. I was fully, I was like, yep, that's what I'm doing. That's what I'm doing. Lads, I don't know how I'd fucking manage. I don't know if I'd fucking be here if I did that. (laughs) You know, honestly, it's nuts to me to think that I was going to do that. And I do honestly think I just couldn't understand how people did it. I just couldn't understand it. And I said this to my counsellor and he, he started saying, he's like, look, Robbie, people come to counselling for different reasons. He said, sometimes they go because they have serious anxiety, serious depression and they're in serious states. And other times they go because they have deep kind of concerns about finding meaning in their lives and trying to understand their understand themselves and understand the world a bit better and kind of get a better grasp on on shaping their lives and he says you have transitioned from one of those to the next so i used to go because i was so anxious and i couldn't do this and that and then i went because i wasn't anxious anymore and i was going because i was going why isn't because honestly I just couldn't understand how every adult around me just wandered into a into a job they didn't want to do and and I realised adults the, the version of what an adult is in my head doesn't actually exist and that was the biggest thing for me so I think spiritually is a bad word psychologically I suppose Okay, we'll use the word spiritually, but I'm not like a religious person. I just mean in your... We'll use the word spiritually, right? But spiritually was the the moment where I think... I think I just became an adult. Where I realised no one else knows what the fuck they're doing. Everybody else has anxiety. (laughs) Everybody else feels the way I do. Everybody else... Everybody else has worries, everyone else is uh, concerned socially, everyone else has these things. And, but, apparently, nobody else ever looked at themselves and said, what do I want to do? What do I want to do? And that was a... And what you wanted to do didn't... What they wanted to do didn't actually factor in to what they what their plan was, and I was very happy to just let go. Like if I if I, like I wouldn't be doing this right now 
if I decided, ah, fuck, let's do engineering. I wouldn't be doing this right now. I mean, I just wouldn't be, I wouldn't be where I am now if I did that. I'd be currently on my way to, on my way to, to misery. And not to say, like, some people love engineering and that's what makes them happy. Well, it wouldn't be for me. And I'd only be doing it because I think, well, there's money in jobs. And people chase money and jobs all their lives. And fucking hell. Um, so I think I think that is the biggest moment where I was like, okay. Everyone feels like this. Everyone's anxious. Nobody. The version of what I think an adult is doesn't actually exist. And that's alright. So fuck it. Let's just head forward. Let's try my best at everything and see where the fucking wind takes me and if I just keep following that feeling if you keep that following that the a feeling of meaning I was talking about if you keep following that if you just keep following it and keep going towards it if you keep going towards it you'll end it's virtually impossible for you to for things to not work out. I genuinely believe that and I just think things will be fine. It's gonna work out. Fuck it. And now I've kind of become somewhat of a chancer. I mean, now, <laughs> now I'm just like, podcast. Fuck it, I'll do a podcast. Sketch show. Yeah, fuck it, I could do a sketch show. You know, got a radio show. Yeah, I could do a fucking radio show. Come on. I go on to the radio and talk absolute shit. I go on to the radio weekly and I openly discuss how disorganized I am. <laughs> weekly. I weekly go on and go, yeah, lads, I've got nothing this week. I don't know what I'm talking about. You know, you're the one listening to student radio. <laughs> I haven't said that. Just, you know. And I don't see why not. Fuck it. And, um... So that's where I am at the moment. And... So I think there's me. Um... I didn't end up talking about social media at all. Um... So, you know, I'll leave you go. Um, so that's me. So... Mind yourselves. Um... Don't know. Have a good um, have a good week. Um, I won't be here next week. I'll be um, I've a I've a I've a sketch show to do. Um, yeah. If you've listened this far, uh, just recommend us to a friend. Just just tell one of your mates about it. I said earlier, I don't give too much of a fuck about how many people are listening, but you know, it's nice. It's nice if some people are listening. So just tell a few, just tell a few of your mates here. This is this this is an alright podcast. If you think it's an alright podcast, if you think it's shit. Don't, but you know, if you if you think it's all right, just kind of go here, man. This is our right podcast because there's a lot of famous cons with podcasts now as well, and fuck famous people. So you know, support uh, sports, support this frigid. <laughs> all right, all right. I'll see you all um, next week. Um, I love you all very much. Um, thank you very much for listening this far, if you have, and yeah. Look after yourselves, mind your mental health. I love you. Goodbye.